crazy world with so much going on. Two brave gentlemen in Orlando, Florida, John Hannon and Chris Coleman, aim to provide a comedic spin on newsworthy and personal events. With one focused on funny and one informing, will they be able to save humanity with humor, facts, stories, and interviews? Join them as they try to fix the world's problems one joke at a time. This is Funny to Informing. Welcome to Funny to Informing, episode 173. I am John. That is Chris Pizza Peisenberg Coleman. I'm me. You're you. We are Funny to Informing. Yeah, plenty to talk about. We skipped a week. We'll talk about that. And we have um, Digi here's for news in the back half of the show and uh, headlines for bold print only. Bold print only. Finish it up with that, I feel like. And of course, bring back. We missed him on our last show, but we'll bring him back this week. Tuttle's 10. Well, we didn't do a show last week at all. But well, we our did. last show. Our last show was The Rivals. Oh, oh, that's no, right. Did we did do Tuttle. Yeah. That's right. Mm. I can't even keep up anymore. So you idiot. What is life? You moron. I, yep, that, that's me. Uh, yeah. No, is I this mean. One, 173? I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Yes, I <laughs> double checked. We have any of these things? Jesus Christ. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm, and before we started, too, I, I'm going to get you like a new chair or something because uh-huh. you're, you're annoyingly missing I've been looking one of at them on Amazon. I've been looking on They're more expensive than you'd think. How I'm long like, holy you, shit. It's like, okay, so it's one of those like computer spinny chairs, but how long have you had that chair for? I, dude, I mean. A very long time, but you got to consider like three years it was in storage. So I don't know the, that three years. It's like I didn't have it. You know, when I got all my shit out of storage, I was like, holy shit, I got all this shit. I forgot I own all this shit. And now I'm like, I don't want all this shit. <laughs> <laughs> I should have just let it all go in the storage. I mean, aside from the few little things that mean anything to me, like all this shit, fuck it. I don't even want to. I just want to have everything in case in a room on yeah. a room full of shit. And that's all I need. I mean, if I hadn't busted my ass today, I probably wouldn't have like paid any attention to it. Yeah. But like it's it's you've had three of those four wheels on that chair for the longest time now. I feel like it's not three out of four. Nobody would be able to sit in it. It's like there's like six and it's missing one. So it's five out of six. Or oh, something. is that what it is? I think I so. Know. It's more than four. If you think about it, though, if it was missing one out of four, there's no way anybody would be like immediately tipping over. <laughs> but it is where you do. You definitely do have to pay attention to how that broken leg is situated and not lean that way i've made it sitting in it for weeks and then today yep i leaned back boom, the right, right way boom yep it happens eight happens. shit i really don't sit in it anymore i occasionally sit down on the front ledge of it when i make sure the legs are lined up right so it's not going to make me eat shit on my face but i'll just sit my butt on the front ledge of it and put my socks and shoes on before i go out the door no pretty yeah. much i like this where we're at on the couch cushions my nice shitty asian themed couch <laughs> <laughs> that I don't give a fuck yeah. about. Yet another thing, I don't like, throw a match on it. I don't care. Yeah, and uh, and before we get into it, I want to. I don't know if I sound weird at all, but like there's a there's something that's really annoying in on like the. I think it's my wisdom tooth that's coming in, but I guess I was eating something. I don't even know when it happened. Like I couldn't like spot the moment that it happened, but I sliced like the or sliced. I cut like the top of the tooth or chipped it a little. Uh, so you just have like a little rough spot in there. It's sharp as fuck. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the side of my tongue, yeah, is constantly that's scraping. annoying. Uh huh. Been there, done that. I'm yeah. trying so hard to ignore it. You just it. keep feeling it. Yeah, no, and you can't stop tonguing it. Yep. And yeah. then you think of the phrase tonguing it, and you're like, I can't <laughs> stop tonguing my tooth, and it sounds pornographic, and you're like, that's weird. I got to stop saying that, and you just get in this whole thing in your head. 
Is yeah. that just me? They were, my, my girl was like, what are you doing with your jaw? And I don't even realize I'm doing it because I'm sitting there yep. sticking my tongue right in your <laughs> hole and trying to. And it, oh, dude, shit. And a part of me, I did. I hope this isn't like, you know. It's what like a I part did. of you is missing. A part of your tooth. <laughs> I was trying. Literally. I was, I was trying to get more of it because I took like my nail on my index finger, like the back of it, the rough part. And then I started trying to file it down. The rough part? Yeah. like the, Your nail is rough? It's hard. Oh, nail, hard. Okay, I, but it's smooth. It's like silk, silk Oh, well, yeah. It I got good rough. Nails, though. When, anyway. I, when I scraped <laughs> it on this tooth, it started to get rough. Oh, I see. Because I think the tooth was winning. I wanted <laughs> yeah, to, I'm sure. I, I it's stronger to... than nail. <laughs> tooth is stronger than nail, I feel like. Definitely. Uh, Don't bring a nail to a tooth fight. I'm it, just saying. Is that the strongest bone in the body? A, t- a teeth? A, a teeth is probably teeth. the strongest boners <laughs> in the body. Um, I don't know the strongest bone in the body, honestly, and here's more of my Jeopardy knowledge. All of your tooth the, combined. The femur. The femur. The femur is your ah. strongest bone in your body. But I feel like teeth, yeah, they're close to porcelain, man. They're still fucking hard. That's what she said. I don't know. Yeah. Teeth or two first. I don't know what the fuck. <laughs> I was mixing them up. I was like, all It's two for Tuesday. All, We're giving you two teeth. All of your tooths combined. Two teeth Tuesday, two's down. Tunes down. Better than one teeth. <laughs> I uh uh-uh. but no I don't I don't know what to do about this. I'm kind of hoping it's just like slowly going to numb or like null itself out. It will. And dull down a it little will. bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. Just gargle some sand. Yeah. I'm about <laughs> to good. at this point. It's been a few days <laughs> it'll, now. It'll it'll wear down. I'm it'll surprised down. my tongue hasn't just like spontaneously Tongued started it out. bleeding out of my mouth. <laughs> uh, no. Yuck. No. Um Woo. yeah, but we did not do a show last week. We did uh, not. You were out of state. I was out of town. That was the main reason, but yep. I don't know if you want to explain or care to. Yeah, we can get deeper why. into it. Um I feel like it's more fitting. Again, I said we have Tuttle on this week. Um uh we gave Tuttle a specific topic to talk about death and loss. I had a death in the family, so we myself and my mom went out of town to handle it, and I felt like after Tuttle's bit uh, we can maybe talk a little bit. It's more fitting there, right? I oh, mean, he yeah, can so start it off, and then I'll just, you know, I'll just ride his coattails. That makes more sense. As I've been trying to do for a year on this fucking podcast, <laughs> you're not helping me, Tud. What the fuck, bro? Yeah, no. watch his live stream though. That, uh, Hit that bell. Okay, we'll uh, we'll, we'll talk about it later then. That's yeah, a, for sure. That's a, I feel like it's more fitting there. That makes we can sense. just catch up on other shit until then. I mean, well, because tons of shit been going on. Our last uh, totals ten that we did, like I was telling you, we, it was about rivalries and stuff. Yes, yes. So, and then he was like, you know, let's start a little war. Uh, John, he calling me out for some specific reason. I don't fucking know why. Yeah, and uh, and then I did, the guy just misses getting buried in concrete or something. And I guess I'm just like starting beef with half the people in fucking town partially because then I did an impression just out of nowhere randomness. There was a local radio uh, show, uh, the News Junkie, Sean Watson, great show. Never heard of. And uh, I did an impression of him like on his show. You know, he, he played my little dispatch, my re- recording or voicemail or whatever, and. He didn't take kindly to it or thought I was making fun of him or wasn't sure. Maybe. And I feel like he just, he drums shit up. And I don't even like He's just wanna... spinning up drama where there's no drama. Oh, I'm not, I'm not even going to clear the air either, you know? Well, you kind of like, did. You follow, I like how you followed up. He was, yeah, he was, he did kind of spin into some drama thinking, I think he's coming at me. I think he wants to start a war. He's, he wants to, and then it's like, oh my God. And it was the same week where Tuttle had called you out. To start a rivalry yeah, with like, him. I was like, what is going on? Am I just a shit starter yeah, this week? Yeah, I was week? like, what? Wow, John is really poking the bear. Well, you want to start something with those guys next? <laughs> <laughs> Ryan! <laughs> uh, Ryan coming. and Charlie, we're coming for you. I'm you coming. And your, your, your heads are as flat as the earth. 
Um, I'm, I'm on a tear, honestly. <clears throat> I'm all over the place, so. Just... <laughs> well, you might as well keep it going. I mean, that's the oldest thing in the book. You know, radio wars, pod wars. We've had them here in Orlando off and on. Yeah, and I even overly complimented Sean and said, I, was, I wasn't coming at you. You're so you perfect and professional That and was amazing. your follow-up, yes. And, and, I, and he's like, he's being sarcastic, I feel like. It made for funny content, though, for a little while. Last time he spun something into that, uh, he was about to have a live boxing match at his house. For one of his fucking paid for shows. Oh yeah, so well, he I, likes to spin that shit up. I told him, I was like, you know, it's an old toy, but sock and boppers, yeah, are more fun than a pillow <laughs> fight, as far as I've heard. So I was like, you know, let's get sock and boppers. I'll pay for them, even, even if you want to do just body shots. But I'll put his dick in the dirt. I feel like okay. I think I'm glad I you take... finished that with dirt. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, where is he gonna do where? I just I don't know why that Dude, that that sentence came out in slow motion for me, and I didn't know I was, where it was going. I was thinking of two slow weird phrases. Slow motion for me. Because the other second phrase I was thinking of was I was I was gonna clap them cheeks. And I was like, "Don't say that." <laughs> That's fine. I'll be standing by with a with a one of those dollar bill guns that shoots dollar bills out of it, so I can make it rain all over them clapped ass Wasson cheeks. Honestly, God, where have we gone? Do it with like just uh, little squares of toilet paper. Honestly, <laughs> I feel like that's more valuable than a dollar now. Well, it anyway. was there for a while, especially here in this last year since uh, the world shut down because of the pandemic. It's as been we, like it's ex- been a year this week. Exactly. Almost yeah. Well, a year. as we record, as this comes out, whatever, close enough. Give it's or been take a year a now, bit. guys. Yeah, give or take. Um, so yeah, I was just kind of thinking this year or this, this last week, um, and also the whole year cause I've had nothing but a year of downtime. Um, but yeah, just thinking about like all the shit that's changed and how drastically it went down and how it's kind of working its way back up now, you know, the people are seeing the vaccine and stuff. I don't know. It's been, it's been a crazy fucking year, dude. Yeah. Well, it's, I would like to think that it's finally starting to get better now. It is. That's what I'm saying. It looks like it's maybe on the up and up. Yeah. My even- mom's been vaccinated. Even like me personally, I was really like lethargic and like just lack of energy and, you know, not eating very much and not even really having motivation to do anything the last few weeks. And then, you know, a few days ago, actually, I woke up and I was like surprised how amazing I felt. And then I just I don't know why why I was feeling shitty the way I was because I had no reason for it. Right. Excuse me. I'd like to think I'm a pretty lucky guy and I've been fortunate, you know, up to this point. Knock on wood. Yeah, not yet to avoid depression. Oh yeah, well, yeah. As it knocks on your door, but it was <laughs> it doesn't really knock. It just comes in. It just comes no, in. Nobody's here. Yeah, nobody's <laughs> home. I uh, no, and I hadn't felt that bad since probably right after high school, somewhere around 2011, 2012. It was a familiar feeling okay. of shittiness, but it's been years since I felt like that, and I'm just glad that I feel like it's over now. As like, you had a couple of down episodes, we made we made note of it here. You know. Uh, where I've been in a, I've been pretty happy lately and in a good place, and you're just spiraling down. I don't know, um, but I'm glad to see that the spiral is less spirally now. Well, as we're moving into spring, you know, maybe it's. I, I was reading. You about think like, it was seasonal affective disorder? I was reading a little bit about that Which being is a thing. Shortened as sad because it's sad, and mm-hmm. you're sad. You're a sad human being, John. I'm going to belittle you for <laughs> yeah. your mental health. No, just kidding. Not Me of sad all people, I do not. Yeah, I you do not. sad sack of shit. You sad sack of shit, yep. Uh, uh, no, I, uh, but I was reading like that. It's, could, it's like a natural thing. Like I'm not even like the only one that kind of goes through this around the same time period. But yeah, I but I always, bullshit. I always associated it more with like places that are colder because... In the winter, especially the further north you go, you start really losing light in the winter months, you know? Like, you go far enough north and like, in upper parts of Alaska and Canada, and you'll go almost a whole day with no light. You'll yeah. only see the sunlight for a little while. Now, clearly, I feel like that's going to get you. That's going to affect you. That is literally seasonal affective disorder because everything's just dark all the time. Yeah, like the darkness is actually your ally. 
Not to contradict Bane. Right, exactly. Not to sound like a metal song, but... uh, (laughs) I know. All around me are nighttime and nighttime, (laughs) dark-ass faces and dark-ass places. All right. uh, Yeah, I forget where I was even going there. Uh, You started singing. Don't get me singing. Well, like, we're talking about the, um, the time change... Uh, well, the season change makes me think of the yeah, time where yeah, spring, yeah. we sprung so, forward. I, I always assume that it was more because of you know the the weather affecting you and and the way things look outside. Whereas here in Florida, we like you know our season is a hoodie season. We get a a month of wearing a hoodie, and then that's pretty much it. Um, so yeah. I, I feel like I feel like it doesn't affect people as much here, but. Apparently it affected you, so yeah. Well, hopefully the hopefully it's yeah. Hopefully that spiral has spiraled. I, that's what I would like to think. And like when we sprung ahead, I hope that like that didn't affect people too roughly, and then every it was just a smooth. Yeah, I hope transition. you guys weren't late to work the next and, day. Uh, oh, you know what? That's happened to me before. It happens to people every it year. Fucking sucks, man. When you fall back, that's not bad because then you're early and you're like, what do I do? Right. And so that's what. It's also Fat Joe's favorite time of the year. <laughs> well, why? Fall back. Oh, jeez, Louise. Fall back. I can't even believe Fall I didn't back. connect that before. I and I'm sorry I asked, <laughs> and I'm really sorry I asked. I uh, no, and then with the time change, I think it's like a month away or something. Uh, if you haven't done your taxes, this yeah, is usually, it's coming up on tax time. Yeah, this is around like the time of of this podcast when I remind everybody to yep, file your taxes to do and your stuff. taxes, and I say nope, not doing them again. Gotcha. <laughs> I, I need to do them. I really need to do them. I'm missing all this stimulus money, and oh, it's fucking killing me. You're not getting stimulated. I haven't gotten a single stimulus. This entire time. Oh, we talk about this shutdown this past year. That was part of it. Not seen a dime of it because I haven't filed taxes. That's in rough. I'm in like the perfect storm of like you get stimulated, you get your check, and then you get oh, yeah. your uh, your your tax return. Yep. And then you take it to a massage parlor, you get stimulated. I see where it gets <laughs> the trifecta. Yeah. Bada bing, bada bang, bada boom. You know du- what I mean? The du- bada boom is the fun part. Double meaning. The bada boom needs a towel. <laughs> yeah, but I uh, I think the deadline for the taxes is April 15th, but I was yeah. reading that they might move that back Again, anyway. they did last year too. Yeah. Because of the pandemic, obviously. That's fine. I, if they do, they do. I mean, they... If they do move it back, they want to give probably people notice though enough. Yeah, because it is. If a they month do, away. I hear they're gonna do a whole like ad campaign. They're gonna hire Fat Joe. Call it move <laughs> oh, no. back, move back, <laughs> no, move back, oh, move back. Golly, that's pull enough up your pants of- and do your tax. Move back. That's enough out of you, all right, sir. That's all I got. I'm. Uh, I just need another <laughs> sip of my beer, and that's enough. I fr- yo. This is one yo. weird thing. Yo, homie. Drop that funky beat one time. Homie. Yo. <laughs> I thought you were about to like start. Earlier when you said you thought I was going to start beatboxing, I thought you were going to drop a <laughs> fat eight bars of some heat or something, son. Uh, I didn't realize you had smoked anything. So I hear I hear Coleman while there's a song, like an instrumental going, and I hear him. And then I, I, he puts his hand over his mouth. It wasn't mouth. a fart. It was like a mouth fart. Yeah. yeah. And then he puts his hand over his mouth and covers up. And I, I'm just like waiting yeah. for him to start. Because I was going to cough. Yeah. So I put my fist like to my mouth, you know, like the black power fist. I don't know. Like to my mouth, like you're going to ca- cover a cough. And John thought I was about to start ripping a funky beatbox. Yeah. Which I thought I, uh, was absurd. And then I replayed the motion in my head. And I was like, yep, it did definitely look like I was going to drop it. <laughs> Biz Marquis uh, style. I, before I went gangster, I was I was going to um, like say that I discovered something about myself this week okay and it's like like dog let me tell you oh no i'm going gangster again i'm gonna try okay. to not oh yo so <laughs> what uh like i didn't realize that i've been because i've been drinking a lot obviously and uh <laughs> obviously <laughs> i am alive right I'm, uh, I'm all over the place and um i we, like one of the days my scar was on my uh, the back of my hand the one that i'm showing you right now is was super red okay like the brightest red like almost like it looked like it was going to 
kind of like start bleeding out of like, the top of it, Ugh. like through the pores, right? Like just sweating, like blood. a statue of the Virgin Mary, it just bleeding, weird. just crying blood tears. I didn't know like that. It's, it's your own stigmata, John Hannon. If like supposedly, if you drink enough alcohol, or if you have a little bit too much, like your body, your scars will start to like go from pink to like that's this a red. thing. Yeah, like I had no idea. So now I'm gonna try to gauge my consumption. Holy shit! With how red my scars get. Okay. Like right now, it's not too bad. Right. You know, but because you've had what one beer or whatever. Uh, maybe two. See, yeah, really two or not, three. Yeah, and I've really not been drinking. And see, I, at all. I mean, I'm not like going sober. Like at work, you know, I usually have my shift drink at the end of the shift, so I do like a shot and a drink. Like a beer and a shot, usually. Yeah. So I will do that after a shift, and that's usually it. Maybe sometimes two drinks, but that's it. Like, I don't get hammered. I don't get drunk. I might get a little tipsy where I feel better. I feel like, you know, a little happier or whatever. Knock off my SAD, seasonal affective disorder. You know what? I, but, uh, yeah. but I don't. I yeah. have not been going hard. I have not uh, gotten fucking shitty drunk since the Super Bowl, and before that was Halloween. So it's becoming fewer and far between. I, I haven't gone out either, man. I've just really been working home. Working home. You almost want to keep it going, though. Like You don't miss it like that, do you? I really don't. No. It's fine, man. I'm no. saving a little bit of money. I put that money towards, you know, I bought a plane ticket. I'm taking a trip at the end of the month. It's a nice thing, man. Yeah, hell yeah. Yeah, I'm hoping to, to go on a vacation or two soon, too. Yeah. I think that's what's doing it, too, because usually I go to Vegas every year, and I skip yeah, this year. Yeah, you missed that. So, but you, didn't you go to the casino in Tampa? Yeah. That doesn't count. That's a shithole. No, actually. Tom Brady's over there. It doesn't count. You're right, though. I don't have an excuse. I did go to Tampa like for like four days, five but, yeah, days. Yeah, I guess you did go for a minute, huh? Yeah, but it's not Vegas, though. Nah, it says a guy who's know. never been to Vegas and wants desperately to go to Vegas. I'm just trying to justify why I've been sad, because I really want to find out why people are asking me, like, why? Why, why do you feel? Sometimes there's I'm like, no. I don't know. There's, yeah, no. I, it's, that's the frustrating part, because that's, and I feel like we need to definitely talk to Naomi Bradshaw soon. Um, oh yeah we've been tossing that idea around and I feel like we really need to now especially with my history of mental stuff and now you seem to be coming on with it you're just getting older it's settling in on you John yeah I love her TikTok videos hello I, I think, darkness my old friend I think on TikTok she's um at recover your joy Oh, is that I say I don't find TikTok. So. Yeah, but um, and she just does these little inspirational videos. You know, kind of just gives you a little blip of like, hey, somebody's thinking about you. Yeah, or here's a little tip to stay positive. Very and, much forefront with mental health and and just trying to find your own happiness. And I can appreciate that. You know, when she started that whole journey, we had her on the show. You can listen back to that. That was probably what twenty episodes ago or so. Yeah, it was mid pandemic. We get a little uh, phoner with her. Yeah, that was over the phone. So and, I would prefer uh, in person the next time. She's like she's all over the place with it. She's blown up her own account doing it. She has her own mental health stuff account going on and uh she is even featured on the radio same station as your buddy snooze junkie um <laughs> uh, the jim colbert show every yeah. week on thursday at my favorite time four twenty. i think they picked that time for a reason because it's about mental health and getting getting yourself right why not at four twenty? yep smoke up listen to naomi bradshaw just uh it just exude happiness I'm ready also to listen. congrats to her i totally forgot about this but with the new season coming up for orlando city they just picked they pick every year <clears throat> These uh, locals that send in email uh, submissions to say, pick me for what they call the, quote, face of the city. And if you've, you've been to the stadium, you, have you seen those big murals of people like wearing oh, yeah. the jersey and they're like ah, yelling and screaming yeah. and they show them on the big board during the, the games and shit she does the national she anthem, does the anthem there and yeah promotes them a lot well she submitted and was picked as one of the faces of city for this season so she they, should be yeah so you'll see her face all over the stadium and in ads and shit like that yeah when you're so multi, it's really cool like i submitted too didn't get picked 
Uh, Guess you well, got to be Naomi Bradshaw. You have to be multi talented. Okay. What, what, what's your, I don't even have one. Aside so. pizza. Yeah. <laughs> I don't even have one. And I don't even do pizza anymore. So who fucking cares? But she's like a singer. You know, she's like has a great story to her and her blog yeah. too. What's and she, the, um, the blog is called Tracing Trauma. Tracing Trauma. Yep. That's Thank. what we had her on about when she started that. And that's got like 20 submissions in it now. You know, she used to do them weekly and she kind of slowed down, but she's still adding to it. And it's an amazing story. Yeah. And, uh, and she's an extremely open and honest person. And um, as we, kind of move on you know should we go into the Tuttle's 10 yeah for speaking this of week? moving on that's a good segue well and he's usually open and honest so yes. i think uh and we brought him a heavy topic this week with obviously me having a death in the family yeah so we gave him the topic of grief and um i think just for because it's a little bit more sensitive of a topic i want to let him do the whole segment and then we just come in at the end and just kind of talk about it after everything is yeah after we'll just let him do his whole bit this time yeah yeah that's just easier to do it that way no interruptions um, finally yeah uh, let's turn it over to tuttle for his 10 minutes about grief Tuttle's thoughts and opinions do not reflect the thoughts and opinions of funny to informing its host guests sponsors or affiliates one two three four five six seven eight nine it's 10 minutes with tuttle Greetings and welcome to another edition of Tuttle's 10. I want to thank the guys from Funny to Informing for inviting me on for another week. Check out my podcast, the Tuttle Daily Podcast. It's available on all major podcasting platforms as well as my YouTube channel, youtube.com slash Tuttle, where I do a nightly live stream at 8 p.m. So make sure you subscribe and hit that little bell button. So you're alerted anytime I go live. Now, the guys have given me a topic that is kind of deep and dark. They want me to talk about dealing with death and grief. Something that we all have in common as human beings. We're all going to die one day. Yes, we are. A lot of grieving isn't for the person itself. It's, it's about the people that are still around. And I know this is a deep, dark, twisted way of looking at things. But death, you're not going to know when you're dead. Do you, do you remember before you were born? No, you don't. I don't. If you do, then come at me because I want to interview you if you remember before you were born. But the first time that I actually had to deal with grief was back, I think, in 1996. I was a junior in high school and at my friend Brad Fender's house. And my dad called, called the house phone. This is before cell phones and everything and said, hey, I need to come pick you up. Got something that I need to talk to you about. Uh, and usually my dad was the one that didn't pick me up from Prince house. I usually rode my bike and stuff. So I knew something was wrong. He gets in the car, or I get in the car, and he tells me that four of my fellow classmates died in a car crash last night. One was Esther. Esther lived right down the street from me, best friends with her brother Jonathan. Then Kara, I played baseball with her brother. Lindsay, didn't know Lindsay all that well, but I knew of her. And then Miguel, Miguel, we played baseball. We played Pop Warner together. They were out driving around on a very windy road up in Seville. 
I don't think any of them had license at the moment, but I think we've all driven a little bit before we had our actual license. And they spun out of control on one of the turns, hit a tree, wrapped the car around the tree, and the car caught on fire. My first thought, I was like, why? Why, why would something like this happen? You know, it, it caused me to find religion for the only time in my life because I wanted there to be an afterlife. I didn't want my friends to just be into nothing, no longer existing. They're gone. Just in a blink of an eye, they're gone. So I started going to church for a little bit. And then I started doing some, some of my own learning. I was like, you know what? God's supposed to be almighty and powerful. God is supposed to be in control of everything. What did, what did my four fellow classmates do? Because if God is in control of everything, that's a pretty fucked up thing to happen. Yeah, they were out doing dumb stuff, but we all did dumb stuff as kids that could have gotten us killed. But why them? They were all good kids. I went to church with Esther and her family quite a few times. But then that's when I left religion because I was like, what kind of God would allow this to happen? Especially if he's supposed to be controlling of everything. And one of the other things that happens with grief, right after a loss, you feel like, oh, I'm never going to feel better. I am always going to be in this pain. No, that's not God. That's not religion or anything like that. That is your body's natural protection. Our brain will help us protect ourselves. It helps us ease the pain. It numbs it. But some people feel guilty because they feel like, oh, maybe I did not love or care about that person enough. People are always afraid that they're going to forget about that person, forget about those moments you had. They're there, but your, your brain just tucks them away because it would absolutely drive you mad if you thought about that. You had to live with that grief your whole entire life. So people should not feel guilty after losing a loved one, a friend, or an acquaintance. It's not that you didn't care, because think about it. You're not forgetting about them. You're tucking away those little memories, those little bitty things. Maybe a song that you hear on the radio back in the day will remind you of that person. So what I'm trying to say is that grief is something that we're all going to deal with. Luckily, I still have both of my parents, but I know that that time's getting near. You know, thinking about it, waiting for it to happen is tough. You know, during this pandemic, I've been able to more, which is great. I'm getting to spend more time with them as their caretaker. But it's also kind of depressing because I'm seeing them deteriorate. I know that that time is drawing near and it sucks. And it's going to hurt when they're gone, but it's going to get better. 
So if you're out there and you're dealing with grief or anything, it does get better, even though you may think that it's not. Sorry about the deep thoughts here. Uh, I just wanted to give you my own personal experience with it, especially at that age, to lose four fellow classmates all at once. Thinking back on it now, the only thing that gives me comfort is that I hope that they died instantly when they hit the tree. Because I can't, I, I don't know if I could have handled it back then knowing if they burned alive. And I know that's, that's deep and dark to think about, but that's the only piece that I can live with that makes me feel better about the situation. It also helped me learn. Time and life is fleeting. So live in the present. Don't live in the past. And think about the future, but enjoy the present day. Thank you, Tuttle. And that was a pretty good 10 minutes. And I mean, I definitely appreciate how candid he was. Always. He's always comes off very truthful and honest. Yeah. And that one's a little harder of a topic to be that yeah open about i like that you had the idea of not interrupting it because i mean i didn't there wasn't many places to really jump in there anyway like he had a story to tell and i felt like let's just hear this guy's you know hear it out yeah what this guy's got to say and get his take on grief and loss only once in a while do i want to hear him like do it as a whole before you know i mean we interject usually but yeah there's usually something to pick at or you know jab make fun of but i felt like this week on that one maybe not so much no yeah and i mean the only the only things i would have said cutting him off you know, which would have just made it uh, like bad is, I mean, like I was sorry for his losses. You know, Absolutely. like that story was a, that was a, a tragic that story. That was a tragic story, yeah, especially when people that young. Yeah, when it happens out of nowhere or sudden or, you know, somebody's clearly completely healthy and then it's just yeah. like, boom, yeah. you know, out of nowhere. It's you know, when you can't see it coming, it's the worst. And I mean, eight, like, especially I think, I forget how old he said he he was. He was a junior, it, so probably like, and he's my age, so in 96, he would have been 16, 15. Yeah, something yep. like that, right? Yep. And that's, I mean, age really does matter when you're like coping with a death like that. I thought you were going to say it ain't nothing but a number. Well, for you. that's true too. Yeah, you optimistically but, <laughs> need to think like that. <laughs> Yo, shut up. Um, <laughs> I am 28 and proud. Okay, all right. Uh, but yeah, I guess it does pertaining to death, right? It It, it makes a difference for how you deal with grief. Well, I mean, are you talking about like how, like your age? age. Yeah. 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 Like you had mentioned. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's like a Pete Davidson's stand up when yeah. he talks about losing his dad in 9 11 when he was like seven years old or something. Right. But then he kind of, like, if you take it in the wrong way, he says, I'm glad that that happened when I was seven and not when I was 15, 16, like, like right. around that high school age. Absolutely. Yeah. It's definitely a pivotal time to lose a parent for sure, of all people. Yeah. But yeah. And what he, his joke was, uh, I lost my dad, I got a PlayStation. Cool, good yeah, deal. Yeah, like, nah, that not was, a terrible deal. When, when I'm seven, it's, that's what that I'm thinking was, about. It's very funny, right. Um, and I feel like, and also when you're old too, you know, old people, they're probably super used to losing people. They've lost a lot of people in their life. They're losing more every day when you get super old. Yeah. So you probably deal with death. You know, you just like, it sucks, but you just kind of go on with your life, right? I mean, you're expecting it. The worst one For your friends is, and yourself. The worst one is like, like a mother or somebody older who's not supposed to lose somebody younger. Like, you know, like, like as a parent, you're supposed to go first before your kid. Yeah. The whole know? thing is you're not supposed to bury your kids, right? Your kids are supposed to bury you. That's just how life yeah. is supposed to work, right? On paper. But yeah, it's, so it is tragic when a parent has to, uh, has to bury a child. And I mean, like in a negative light, that's why we gave 
subtle the topic of grief this week. And Absolutely. I mean, just trying to deal with death because of, I mean, of your situation. Yeah, I felt like it was fitting. You know, like I like I mentioned, my you know John had alluded to me us missing the show because I was out of town, and uh, like I said, I had to uh, I had to take off to uh, to handle uh, some you know some of the what would the the term be the you know the more personal end of uh, of of losing someone having yeah. a death. And, it's you know, really and like, I mentioned, you know, having a parent burying their, you know, putting, you know, having to deal with the death of a of a, a son or a daughter. And, you know, yeah, I lost my sister and my mom had to, you know, go up to Augusta and uh, deal with some of the shit of burying a, you know, putting a, a daughter to rest. I don't which know. I felt for her for. When I texted you, I don't know if I said it or if I just thought it and never sent the text, but because that that was my main concern right i I mean i was like you know like worried about you that's your sister and that like that's that's horrible and that's really shitty but i i I was like wanting to ask about how your mom was doing you know or how yeah or how you like you just needing to be there for her yeah for sure because you know when we found out um you know my mom definitely you know called me like last week and told me you know we lost your sister last night and uh and her first thing was you know like Will you, you know, I have to go out of town and, you know, like deal with some of the stuff. And she, you know, was crying and was like, will you go with me? And I was like, of course I'll go with you. When and how are we getting there? And, you know, what's the logistics? And, you know, so, and I, it was, you know, and I, you know, I definitely love my sister. We didn't grow up close. She grew up in another, you know, in another town with her dad. We had different dads and I grew up with my mom. And, uh, but as we got older, we, you know, reconnected as adults and, uh, you know, I love my sister very much and I miss her, but I felt, like I said, even, it, which is terrible, I, and not to say terrible, I, part of me feels bad for it, but um, I felt immediately like, I felt terrible for my sister, but I was like, fuck my mom, you know? Like, yeah, you yeah. Know, like, I gotta, you know, somebody's gotta be there for that, her. That's so. so heavy on her heart and at her age, and, and it's just, she should never have to experience that. Right. And I, you know, growing up with my mom, I guess I'm a fucking mama's boy or whatever, but everybody loves my mom, nobody loves my mom more than me, <laughs> and uh, the fact that you know, it, it's just where my mind goes. When my grandma died, I was definitely super sad, you know, lost my shit for a second, very upset about it. But my immediately, my thoughts went to my mom and I was like, fuck, my mom lost her mom. I, and, I then think- I, and then I got even more sad when I was like, you know, fuck, how would I feel? How am I going to feel when I lose my mom? And it just fucking like spiraled. And I was like, oh my God, yeah. that, is, oh, ugh, that just made me cry harder. I'm, I'm, a, I'm a mama's boy too. Ugh, I'm the so, same way. Yeah. Like, so anyway. So, so I mean, it, like as we were talking about, like whether it's a sudden or something that you can see coming, was yeah. it one of those like out of nowhere sudden? Well, no, like, I will you say You thought everything this. was fine? Yeah. Well, and again, you know, she lived in a, a she was outside of a, the area of Augusta, Georgia, you know, at, at this time. And I lived down here in Florida. And like I said, we didn't grow up together. So we weren't super close, but we we text each other. You know, she would just text me randomly here and there. You know, hey, hey, baby, baby brother. How are you? I love you. You know, we check on each other. She listened to the show. I know she texted me a few times and was like, I listened to the show. And we were talking list- about going down there or up there. Yeah. And shooting guns. That's what. Yeah. She one time when you had mentioned having first shot a gun, she listened yeah. to that episode and was like yeah i've been listening tell john he can shoot my i think she had like an, an ar or something she was like you know we can when i come down or you guys can come off we can all shoot together so you know yeah we weren't super close but um but i don't even remember where i was going with that but um it's i mean well out of like whether it was out of nowhere oh or well, so you saw it coming I, we didn't see it coming and i again i didn't talk to her super often so it's not like i knew how she was day to day or week to week but um, it, uh, it's, you know, as with, you know, as with drug addictions, which is what we lost her to, 
um, uh, yeah, as yeah. with drug addictions, you know, like and in her case and in so many cases, she was fighting it, you know. So there was times where she was off off the drugs and we could tell, you know, you could tell when somebody's on drugs, hard drugs like that and when they're not, you know, like they go, they go, they go kind of dark. You don't hear from them for a while. Then maybe they hit up some family members and they're asking for money or some help, you know, randomly here or there that it started happening. But yeah, so she had struggled off and on for, you know, for some years with uh, with drug addiction and stuff. So it's like a little bit of both. And like, it exactly. Was out, it was That's my point. Field, right. So it it, came, it was out of left field. Nobody expected her at 49 years old to fucking die. But you know what I mean? Reason, you don't expect. But, but also, as soon as I heard it, I, my, you know, I didn't even ask, to have to ask my mom how. You know? uh, I mean, I did, but I was like, I said, how? Fucking drugs? Yeah. And my mom was like, yeah. And I was like, I told you, mom, that she was fucking back using again because she was, you know, doing the typical addict, you know, characterizations doing those those same things they all do yeah and then so. it sucks because like you already are dealing with the death and you don't really like want to do anything or talk about it or you know you just want to kind of sit there and, and and you know and be upset for as long as you want to be about it but then you have to handle all the stupid boring shit like yeah. the, the the you know the materials that they have or going through their files and their paperwork yeah, yeah, yeah. and well and like getting a death certificate and all this other stuff and it's like that's the worst time to ever have to no i know when you're already feeling shit and then funeral homes just fucking rake you over the coals when you're at yeah your worst you know at your lowest yeah. grieving for a family member and then funeral homes are trying to get you for more money on caskets or urns or services or whatever it's yeah it's and they it's make a it, nightmare they make it expensive knowing that you have to get absolutely to do that. who else is doing it right yeah. we're the only we're the only company doing this there's not a you know there's not competition there's not mcdonald's and burger king of crematories or funeral homes i'm sure there will so, be one day i, I will say I this, the trip ended up being uh, quite a bust because the communication fell apart and uh and we actually ended up missing the viewing the viewing was on the day we drove up there which we found out that morning while we were in the car driving up there so we missed the viewing and then the funeral was the day we came back which we both had to come back to go to work so we missed all of that but again i told you i went you know more so for more so than anything you know like i i knew i wasn't going to get really to say goodbye to my sister again like she's gone now you know what i mean i'm never going to see her again so i have to make peace with that with myself and you know whatever but i went to support my mom and it ended up being a fairly boring trip because there wasn't much to do but it was a nice little unexpected mini vacation my mom and i caught up we spent time one-on-one we went took a little road trip and uh and then on the way back she was you know she used to live in uh um savannah and we were driving right by it and she just kept saying oh i wish we could stop in savannah and i was driving so i didn't even tell her and i just drove into savannah (laughs) and we uh we ate at a waffle house which was straight trash don't ever go to a waffle house in savannah by the way and uh and then we walked around forsyth park which is downtown savannah one of my favorite little spots there and we drove along the riverfront and it was yeah so we got you know we got some good mother son time yeah well when stuff like that happens made the best of a bad situation it gives you perspective like hold on to what's in front of you you know and then mama coleman you know we love you i love you too and everybody loves her more than me so which is easy easy. (laughs) we almost jinxed there (laughs) like a a half a second off of on it but we almost did that yeah that's one of the more obvious uh things but um i mean with with stuff like that i feel like it's with a lot of things actually but like time heals you know, whether it's relationships or death in the family. or time heals all wounds. Maybe not Or is it all. time heals most wounds? I don't think anybody's legs going to grow I'm back saying, in right? a year. I mean, unless you're a lizard and you lost your tail. 
Oh, then yeah. time heals your wound. Literally, throw some you'll water get on a it. New tail. <laughs> <laughs> Just put it in a jar of water. It'll grow back. You'll grow a lizard tail. I'll sprinkle some seeds down. And I was gonna say this hatchet wound between my legs has been here forty years and it's not healing. Yeah, because I. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> think about that one, folks. I, I, so yeah, maybe time heals most, most things. Wounds. Yeah, my, Jinx, you owe me a wound. Fuck <laughs> 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 you. Let's uh, let's take a little bit of a okay, break. Yeah. Oh. We have a song this week that we chose. Okay, um, yeah. There's a little so it was story. Almost to this a one. listener submission without knowing it was a listener submission. Yeah, they, I don't think they knew that we were going to like. Pick no, this but song. I was immediately like, I'm going to play this on the show. I love it. Um, but supposedly this guy, there's a DJ that looks like me. Yeah, he's a TikTok dude. I guess he got TikTok famous, kind of. He's kind of slightly blowing up over there. His name is uh, Kooz, K-O-O-Z-E. And I think on, um, on his Instagram, it's, I think, Kooz Bang. B-A-N-G after it. That's where I follow him because I don't fuck with TikTok. But yes, he does mashups. And you know how much our show loves mashups. Yeah. And the one I was sent, and the guy looks just like John Hannon. I mean, he he looks just like John Hannon. The one I was sent by listener friend of the show. We've interviewed him before. One of our, our uh, pot bud tender buddies, uh, David. David Batten. Oh, yeah. Um, I was going to start rifling through monster. names. Yeah. yeah, I know, right? All the pothead friends. Bluegill, friends David, show. Tony. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, so he sent me it and was like, oh, John's got a side gig? So I searched this guy out. Like I said, found him on Instagram, found his back catalog, started finding jams that I loved, and uh, and I posted one on my Instagram, and that within a 24-hour story period, I got probably five responses saying, John's got a new gig? It looks <laughs> like John. In a myriad of different ways. So, And I felt like the one that he sent me was a great jam because it's Red Hot Chili Peppers, one of my favorite bands of all time. So I felt like I told John, find this song. We're playing it at our break. I can't even deny it. Like, it really does look like... I thought... I was like, whoa, who the fuck is that? I have right. to talk to my mom. Right. Me and my mom have to have a conversation right now. <laughs> who is that? Right. Mom, when did you fuck like a dude with rhythm and cool groups? Yeah, right? Because <laughs> my brother is jamming. Where's my swag? <laughs> right. I know it. I like Coos took it all. Coos got it. He's got it's a front load of swag. Just stuff that swag in your coos. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Let's uh, That's what I always say. Take a little bit of a break. Episode one hundred and seventy three of Funny to Informing, and here's some coos for coos. you. Yeah. 
welcome back to Funny Two Informing, episode one hundred and seventy-three. I'm John, and that's Chris Pizza Pies and Rick Coleman. I mean, you're you were us. I we feel like this. we already talked about so much crap. Yes. in the beginning, it was a big first half, but we had a lot to get to. So yeah, all the. If you don't like it, don't listen. But oh. please listen and tell your friends. Lots of emotion. It went up. It went down. Laughs and then heartache. laughs and cries. Right. Oh. Well, I was thinking. Yeah, it's. Uh, it's sad. I hate you know having deaths in the family and losing folks. Um, and, and now know, just as sad as me losing a sister, we also lost a listener. That's harder to get. Oh, anybody yeah. can bang and you know my anybody could just you know shoot it in my mom and make another baby. I can have another <laughs> sister. But how are we going to get another listener? I don't. I, Come on, guys, tell your friends. It is hard to. Uh, so uh, I got to make jokes because that's how I do things. That was a Coos Bane. Coos Bane. Yes, Coos Bane. Who's your mashup now? Uh, but. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that was Coos Bane is who we listened to on break. I felt like, you know, like John said, we had our ups, we had our downs. It was a good, we like the chill music on break. And as down as it went going into break with the depressing talk, uh, you know, I felt like let's get it on a high note. And uh, that was, yeah, Coos Bane, famous from TikTok and Instagram for doing mashups. And that was uh, Red Hot Chili Peppers with Doja Cat. Mm, I don't know. That's, Love I, it. Uh, that's me, bro. That's who. That's me. Well, I told you I did get many messages saying John's got an alter ego or a second gig. Haven't told you this yet, but okay. I do do some side work. We'll promote our fucking show over there I'm and a... replace the listener we lost. <laughs> yes, and my sister. Replace oh. my sister. Can oh. you do that? Mm, I can try. No, no, that means fuck my mom. Don't fuck my mom. I can try. <laughs> do not do that. I'll do that for you. <laughs> Will you? That's that's really taking a bullet. It's <laughs> is it given several. Gross. Let's You're move on. welcome. <laughs> <laughs> move on. Yeah, Dad. let's move um, on, Daddy John. Let's get. Get into the uh, the Digi here portion where we uh, pull stuff from the news and stuff that's been happening in the last week or so. Um, plenty of stuff. I mean, there's never any shortage of it. Nope. Um, so let's get into the Did You Hears. Did you hear that? See, I told you I'm a DJ. Who's your mashup now, <laughs> Bruce Wayne? See, see, I can fuck with the dom so good. Did you eat? Ficky, ficky. And I can beatbox. Yeah. When, when I cough and I put my fist in my mouth. <laughs> Just the one note. Yeah, that's, that's all I got. I got a mouth fart. That's that's where it begins and ends. I'll get you started, bro. I'll get you started. <laughs> Did you hear? The intro to this segment's terrible. <laughs> um, yeah, are you going to start us off? Yeah, I can kick us off. Do Did it. you hear? Hot mics are a terrible thing in every, especially in our world, right, John? I mean, thank God we're not on TV, but I have like this whole litany of things that happened in the last week, week and a half involving people on hot mics, and I just wanted to jam them all together and get them out right here. If it's not you, it can be really funny. 
Like if you're not the one that's that's yes, you know. I thought you were saying me. It oh, like, if it's not you, you're because you're not funny. Bro. So. Oh. But I see what you I see what you mean. The royal you, little motherfucker. <laughs> All right, that's fine. Little that's bitch. Fine. That's fine. Uh, but no, yeah, but for me, like Freudian slips and shit yes. like that are the greatest. It's thing. terrible for the person involved in it. You've seen how hard I laugh when you slip up and yes. say the wrong thing. Oh for my a goodness, second. absolutely. Oh It'll God. shut down a show. I lost my mind. Well, there was some. A lot of those happening this week, and I I'll get to them in the order that I had them reported. Uh, so. Just a couple days or a few days ago, um, you are, and this is in your world, John Myers Leonard. Does that name ring a bell? Basketball star Myers Leonard. Myers Leonard plays no. for the Heat. No, yeah. oh yeah, he used to play for the humidity, but now it's not the Heat; <laughs> it's the humidity. Um, but uh, he plays for the Heat, and I guess he was on Twitch and uh, playing Call of Duty Warzone. Did you hear the story? I did. You hear? That's why we call it. Did you hear? A little bit. Okay. Well. So yeah, it's, I just wanted to report on this and just kind of give the follow up that I saw a couple days ago. Um. Yeah. He apparently uh was playing Call of Duty Warzone with probably some fucking fourteen year old kid. Uh, got got killed. Got upset and called somebody what a cheating or a effing k word for for Jewish people. Yeah. 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 Which um, I mean. Since that moment, because then I started seeing like not like a montage, but there was like they show montage of K words. They show you like these these big streamers like um, PewDiePie and like Ninja, really, you know, big names, right? Saying like that the the K word and the N word and shit, the same shit. That's crazy because I mean you hear it, you know what I mean? It's definitely that is the place for slanderous remarks. He's like the internet world. I said cake. I said cake <laughs> right. with icing. No, I will say this. He did uh it was he did admit immediately to doing it and and he immediately claimed ignorance, which is, you know, I mean, it is and he says that he knows that's no excuse, but he immediately was like, I just knew it was a bad term. I didn't know who it was slandering. It could have been slandering myself. I don't know. He just knew it was an inflammatory word. It's like screaming cunt at someone, you know? Like, yeah. you know it's going to piss people off. It'll it, get a guttural reaction. Well, and the way the and he word he didn't know that he it was directly Inflammatory to Jewish people. Yeah, and when you say the word, it has like an aggressive tone to it. Yes. Like it, I, I could see it like releasing. Yeah, it's a hard word. Like, an, an anger that yes. you have towards. It's something. like saying "cunt," "cunt." It's like it's got right. that hard "cuh," you know. Just that one anyway, syllable, nice and raw. So he owned it, and uh, and uh, is trying to make right. He immediately apologized, said he had no idea. He and he and he reached out to many many Jewish organizations and has said, "Teach me, you know, teach me about what I don't know, so that I know what not to, why I can't say this, to be why more people aware. should." These, yes and he can educate other hey, people so that seems better. like he is he's backstepping the proper way in this case that's better than making an excuse or you know or, or like kind of like the sorry not sorry type right. of shit that right. people do like i'm sorry you were offended it's like no yeah be no. sorry you said that i'm sorry i said it and yeah. even more so i'm sorry i was so ignorant that i said some dumb word like that that i had no idea i had that kind of connotation right to it. yeah and also how did you not know that but anyway you said that there was more than one of yeah these? so then oh, uh, God. also in the basketball world there was a high school basketball uh, game going on in Oklahoma is some kind of I think state championship or whatever, but it was two high schools playing each other. Oklahoma, and so it's odd that also it's 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 basketball related and it's uh, derogatory remarks. So the visiting team came to play. Let's see the man. Uh, let's see high school basketball announcer uh, calls visiting team who kneels during the the national anthem effing inwards. On on a hot mic, like the and not I thought so it was the a PA high school game. Yes, at a high school game, it was it was not the PA. I thought it was the PA. This was being broadcast to like a local channel so that people in their homes could watch this. Oh my god! And he literally, I guess he thought he turned the mic off because he says. Uh, he says in the clip, you know, I will, you know, and here's your national anthem. And then he, you can tell he's a little further from the mic because after what he says later, 
is, you know, is a little bit off the mic and it sounds a little more muffled, but they put the captions up and you can clearly hear what he's saying. And he says, oh, oh look at him kneeling. Bunch which, of effing inwards. Which way? Yeah, you cannot and, fucking well, say that. This is man. the biggest twist on it all. Where Myers Leonard, I said, I, I give him credit for attacking this the right way and apologizing and trying to handle this. This guy says, and the new headline here is, high school basketball announcer blames inward comments on diabetes. Quote, I am so sorry. That's just what I was saying about making an excuse for yes. some bullshit. Well, we spoke with 44-year-old Matt Rowan, who admits it's his voice making the insanely offensive comments about the girls' basketball team while they were kneeling for the national anthem. I will state that I suffer from type 1 diabetes, and, and during the game, my sugar was spiking, he said in a statement. While not excusing my remarks, it is not unusual my when my sugar spikes that I become disoriented and often say things that are not appropriate as well as hurtful. Oh, so you get cranky and fussy? Yes. When and your yeah, sugar's low? Right, well, yeah, I get, my sugar's low, I'm cranky, I'm going to scream the N-word. I, I get racist. Dude, so you're a racist. I, uh, yeah, yeah. You, no, your racism is showing, your, sir. Your true self is coming out. So that guy's a real piece of shit. That uh, is I hope no nobody okay. gives him a pass on that. But which would you rather have? The PA system? Like, it play through the PA system and so everybody there knows you said right. it or would you rather have the people at home know you said it I don't it? want it to happen but if it's going to be me I'm not going to say effing inwards period but if well, I yeah, do yeah. I would much rather be on a PA that's small and contained that's but then you, the you got to run out the building because everybody there just heard you say it. Okay. And well, they know who's. And that's it. what you got to do. But at least it's not following you forever on television. But I would say, who's to say somebody's not in there videotaping yeah. at that moment and they hear the PA go, effing in words, in words, in words, in words. Like echoes <laughs> through the fucking half empty fucking gymnasium <laughs> yeah. at the school. And then that they, was scary. Then they get a DJ, myself. I can do that yep. for you. Kuzman comes in and he's yeah. like, Red Hot Chili Peppers, people. <laughs> Cool's For the people, Doja Cat. But, and then there was a third one. Uh, and this one was more on the hilarious side. Uh, comes out of Fox News and Greg Gutfeld, if anybody's aware of that name. Oh, yeah. This just happened uh, over like yesterday as we record. And uh, I guess they were all talking in like one of the multi-screens. I got five people up on the screen. And oh, uh, this one was he thinks good. his mic is off too. And this one's funny. Yeah. And he just starts singing, I gotta pee. I gotta pee. While everyone else is still talking and holding a conversation. Um, it, it's actually, I think it's a real short clip. You, you want me to play yeah, yeah, it? Yeah, yeah, I, I do. Yeah. All right. Pull it up for us. Time now for one more thing. I gotta pee. I gotta pee. <laughs> You're on the air. <laughs> Greg. Greg. You should be like that watching the Gutfeld show, the last Saturday show ever. Yeah, maybe. And we're going out on top, Jesse. We're going out on top. <laughs> you can't beat Greg, me. Greg, maybe you could use that cat's litter box if you have to pee so badly. How did you know I had to pee? Yeah. Gosh. All right. Uh, you said All it right. on the air. Yeah. Uh, I did? Uh, I love it. You said it on the air. I did? Oh, idiot. That was, that, that was a really funny clip over the weekend. I love how they all handled it, too. I, I like that he wasn't, yeah, like, completely ignorant to it. Like, at some point, he eventually found out that he had said it on right. the air. And just laughed it off, because what are you going to do? I mean, it could have been worse. He could have said effing inwards. Yeah. Good thing he didn't, Greg Gutfeld. He was all hopped up, and then, he, then the guy's like, maybe you can pee in that litter box and kind of relieve yourself a little bit. <laughs> how do you know I have to pee? What? What? Uh, speaking oh, of which, good. back to you, you effing inward. I gotta yeah. be. Did you hear? Um, I'm clumping them together. These award shows, and this is around the time that it usually happens. Uh, Grammy, the Grammys and the Golden Globes uh, just finished up, and I think the Oscars are, are coming up soon, like a month or so. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So uh, the the Grammys, the main story out of that one 
like is for me the weekend because he was not are the nominated. The, are the Grammys this weekend? Oh, oh. <laughs> oh I, tried to ram it in. I tried to ram jam it in there. Third base. <laughs> <laughs> it's very Abbott and Costello right now. I like oh, this. Hey. I like this. Uh, <laughs> yeah, the Grammys were this weekend. Awesome. But the weekend wasn't there. No, why not? The Grammys went and said, where are you, weekend? No, they didn't nominate him for anything. No, nothing. Which not is one single thing. Yeah, I did not know that until you told me earlier, and that's wild. It, it, I did it, not well, hear. And I had a bold print only story that I was, or the headline to it right. that I was going to say, but I might as well just Use it, it up, now. it relates, yeah. Yeah, exactly. It's um, The weekend's Blinding Lights becomes the first song in Billboard Hot 100 history to spend a full year in the chart's top 10 all 52 weeks. 52 weeks in the top 10, first time ever, and he gets no Grammy noms. No. Grammy noms. And well, you know, Billie Eilish. She they got to give them to her. I swear, <laughs> I do love her. But I mean, yeah, come on. I, mean, I don't even know if she was nominated. But yeah. I was just making a joke because she won so many. But. No, and there are other great musicians, and you know, and, I love and the weekend too. I feel like yeah, like the awards that that get given out, like they're warranted. It's not you know, but the weekend should had he shouldn't have been so snubbed i right. feel like he did make a case for That's like sad a, man to be a top artist everybody's working for the weekend no <laughs> except for those that nominate people for grammys i know they are not they were they they clocked out months ago uh, so he has decided That's a shame though well he wants to boycott it until they change like i, I don't know just how all of that kind of works or, or oh is he starting he, grass uh grass tag hashtag grammy so white Grammy's so weekday so he like he pretty much doesn't want to be a he does he's like he's like from here on out don't nominate me for anything don't include me in these things like so he's done so they're on that Dolly Parton train they only work nine to five weekends off (laughs) yeah and uh but also the uh the Golden Globes had passed a few weeks ago yeah you know it's been a little while now uh Tina Fey and Amy Poehler were the ones hosting it yep and it was kind of interesting like that that ver- like to see that virtual aspect of these award shows kind of play out where i think it, like tina fey was somewhere else in fifth and japip and then uh <laughs> I don't a- know what that means. amy polar's in bumfuck egypt <laughs> okay i've heard of that place Random fifth and Japipped. that's uh <laughs> that's somewhere some dark alleyway in, in philly it's out there it's over you know, they po- say it's always sunny in philly except at fifth and japip i'm pointing to it it's are, over are that you? direction over okay there, right, it's somewhere. over yonder it's behind me it's behind a me? side thing behind me <laughs> speaking <laughs> of make, jewish names behind me don't make me get gangster again <laughs> dog um no uh yeah so the golden globes i mean it was to me tina fey did better hosting it than amy poehler i think amy poehler was doing it a little lazily right but with with but again they both i think tina did a Fey's great job the more experienced one there i feel like with like i'm sure there was like uh like a type of lag and you know if they're they're in two different spots on different stages and i think oh wait were they what they weren't on the same stage different yeah different w- completely. weird was it like zoom broadcast no okay no. okay it, it was in a room um instead of having like celebrities at the tables in front of them because uh, the rooms were a little smaller and socially distant okay but um they had first responders ah which was cool everybody's doing that they're like work for the super bowl yeah. I like yeah. how they're stealing things from it. Well, that's Golden Globes. But I like how one academy is stealing things from the Super Bowl and the other is not nominating things from the Super yeah. Bowl. Man, it's really shitty. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so the Golden Globes, uh, notably, I wanted to mention, I know one of the winners uh, was Borat. Oh, the, Sasha Baron Cohen. Yeah, Sasha Baron Cohen. Stuff, yeah. yeah, he won for like best uh, best comedian or you know best actor in a comedy. He also, I think they won best comedy, uh, which is huge. And then uh, also one of my other favorite shows that I watched uh, during the pandemic and loved was Ted, Ted Lasso. It's on Apple. It's an Apple TV special. Bro. Love that show. Bro. You, did you watch that? I, I watched. No, I watched the Golden Globes. Okay. I have not seen Ted Lasso okay. yet. I want to so bad. Ted Lasso is good. It really good. It looks really like amazing. Yeah, it is. Um, But, dude. 
I was watching these Golden Globes, and yeah. Jason Sudeikis is the most stoned, blown out of oh, his mind, motherfucker. They said, yeah, I, I see. I didn't watch ripped. it, but I heard he accepted his the win in like sweats or something. Like he was like and like in a hoodie. To- yeah, hoodie. That's what it was. And he was totally dressed down. He's like Bill Belichick. Well, and he looked he looked tired. <laughs> and like he a- was in. I think he was in London. He was in London. It was the middle of the night because oh. he accepted it like via Zoom or something. Oh, because they filmed that in London. So, so maybe, yeah, he's across. He's across the pond. Oh, that might be a jet lag thing then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. they gave him. They gave him. You know, the excuses. They were like, "Well, if you're in London and the times, you know, whatever, it's four thirty in the morning or some shit." I get it. Yeah, because he was just like. But they were like, he didn't give a shit over and over again. Oh my gosh, I don't know what to say. This is so unexpected. <laughs> oh my gosh, what do I do? Uh, I didn't ugh. see his speech or anything. His I didn't know glossy. he was super stoned. Yeah, I get. It. I bet you he was super stoned, bro. Not re- he. He connected a few. Dots, but he was kind of all over the place in his wow. speech. I did not know that. Um, my, my favorite one was the Shits Creek. Who's the woman from Shits Creek? Um, God, I always forget her name. She's in Adam's family, Kath- or not Adam's family? Uh, Beetlejuice. Beetlejuice, and yeah. uh, also the mother in Home Alone. Yeah, Kathleen, Catherine, fuck O'Hara. Catherine uh, O'Hara. Her acceptance speech were uh, I love her. was amazing because like she had a guy next to her. I, I don't know who that guy was, okay. but um, like, and I saw him on his phone. Like, because they're in the same shot. Right. She's doing her speech and she's sitting there talking, and this motherfucker's just diddling on his phone. And I'm like, yo, that is the rudest thing you could possibly do. Like, yeah. you have these this minute, right. minute and a half. Just put your phone down. And then he starts fucking playing that the the play out music. He, like, I, I guess that's what he was doing. He was pulling it up on his phone, but then he starts trying to play out her. To, like, play her out? Yeah. To, like, tell her to shut up and, and the, wrap it up? And the music's getting. So it was a getting, big joke? It was so funny. It was planned or whatever? Yeah. Oh, I love that. The, the music's getting louder. She's getting louder. She's, like, screaming the end of her speech. It As was if great. I didn't love Catherine O'Hara enough already. If you <laughs> haven't know. watched Shit's Creek, watch it all. And then if, if you watch it on Netflix, watch the special that comes on after it where they talk about. Did you see that, John, where they talk about no. how they made the show? Dude, I will say this. In that, I learned that when they shot the pilot and they included her in that pilot, they were like, she didn't have time to do it. She was too busy and she didn't want to do it. And they convinced her, just do one show. We're just going to do a pilot. It probably won't get picked up. Will you please just shoot this one? She said, I'll do one, but that's I. That's all I'm doing. It got picked up. People loved it. And she was like, she called them and was like, can I please come on and do more? And they were like, we can't do it without you. So the, thank God she agreed to come on and do the whole that's show. That's like a perfect glove It wouldn't fit. have been the same. Yeah. And there she is winning a Golden Globe. Yep, exactly. Uh, back to you. Did you hear? I had another little compilation bit here because there was a couple of these as well. Fights in the past week. One of them sanctioned, one not so much. I will start off with the sanctioned one. Uh, last week on Saturday, there was a UFC fight. I believe it was... Um, do you remember which one it was, John? You followed. Oh, it was UFC yeah. 259. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 259. Um, there was a, it had a lot of heavyweight bouts in it. There was a great female championship fight. Amanda Nunez, Nunez. was defending her title. Yeah. She literally beat the bricks off of this woman, right? Did she? See, I didn't and see then, this. Goes over and like takes her child that she had just given birth to, like not even that long ago, a few like a few months. Just Beat the shit little. out of that thing too. Then, <laughs> <laughs> TKO and then, and then takes <laughs> Finish the him. takes the baby over to introduce her to the fighter that she just fucked up. And no like, way, it was a nice moment. Wow, very sportsmanlike. That's because we were we were talking about these fights recently, and you were like, "Yeah, I like how they, you know, always or almost always they'll like have that camaraderie afterwards. They'll beat each other's ass and then go, are you okay? Help them off, whatever.' Yeah, and yeah, so I like that." You know, we just talked about that, and then here she is exhibiting that. Yeah, uh, UFC 259. I forget who the main event was, but I was watching that drunk at Gators Dockside. Um, somebody versus Adesanya. Oh, Adesanya yeah. and um, uh, Blahovich. Bl- is that? Yeah, I can only see the Chovitz, yeah. so I don't know what the full name that, is. That's a good fight because they're both champions, but Adesanya went up a weight class oh, to try really? to fight for a second championship. How did he do? He, do you remember? He went the distance, but he lost. He lost? Okay. Yeah. Well, uh, in one of the undercard fights uh, was a guy named Tim Elliott fighting another guy named Jordan Espinoza. 
And uh, I guess because the where they're doing this socially distance distance wise, there's nobody in the there's no crowd. There's just a fucking just a ring and camera people and you know your your team around the oh, ring. Oh yeah, it. you literally hear their feet on the octagon. And you can mat hear everything so well, like the the dead air. Well, in this particular section of the fight, right here with 20 seconds left to go in this uh, in this round, uh, Tim Elliott pens uh, Jordan Espinoza and the, it, right along the cage, and the camera you know walks right up to the cage, and you can hear the back and forth between them which uh, first first of all for me i didn't know there was any talking going on and why they're clutched up like dudes on top of him and he's got him clutched and they're you usually know, i didn't know there was that much talking going on and i'm amazed at how much chit chat was happening there's here. some uh fighters that are famous for that but like yeah and then they have those boom mics but if there's crowd right like, you don't hear that well in this case there's a mic on the camera and you do hear elliot who is dominating the flight uh, flyweight fight uh, you hear him. <laughs> flight, 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 yeah, flight, it's flight, a flight. lot of Fs. Elliot <laughs> was dominating the flyweight fight to an empty arena when he appeared to say, quote, I heard you choked your girl in 2018. Are you a woman beater? She messaged me. The opponent, Espinosa, responded through a choke. Don't she? <laughs> you don't know the whole story. Elliot shot back. I know enough to which Espinosa said, you don't know shit. So you could hear that whole back and forth. We have that audio. There's a clip too. I don't know. I'll, I'll, I'll put it post the, that in the group page. Yeah, yeah, and you can watch that. But then, and then they talked to him in the post fight interview about it, and he was actually a real stand up dude. He was like, "I want. I didn't bring it up online. I didn't bring it up in pre fight. It was something that I don't know if it's true." But he talks about how he got a lot of communication from this woman claiming that this guy did this to her in 2018 when they were dating and he beat her up and he choked her and all this shit. And so he was just like a man. He was going to handle it in the ring. You know what I mean? And he said he had to like keep his emotions in check through the fight. But I guess he dominated the fight and I guess that helped him. I I bet you uh, he was a stand up dude. He didn't talk. He didn't run the guy down online or in public. He waited, you know, because he said, I don't know if it's true, but I'm going to bring it up with him. And if, if I deem it to be true, then I'll handle it. Yeah. Well, and if people don't know, like the preliminary fight are before the main event so that you're yeah. not you're not on the main card if you're in the prelims i right. bet you the respect that this guy just gained he's going to be on a main card in one of these and it says he dominated it too so yeah he's, yeah he definitely will probably move up that's awesome that's in, a good story in other unsanctioned fight news um bath and body works massive brawl breaks out between employees and a woman did you see this video go live this week john the there's a woman fighting the mask regulations inside of a bath and body works and she fucking is arguing back and forth with one woman who works there. And somehow something breaks out and she says, you bitch, and fucking slaps her. No sooner than she got slapped, the employee got slapped, did she fucking punch her in the face. And as soon as she, the, the customer got punched in the face, two more employees were jumped on top of her and it becomes a fucking brawl. It was dirty. Whoa! So First thing I thought was uh, bath and work the body. <laughs> so is there, there video of that there too? is video of this we can share both of these oh yeah send me all of this because don't airdrop me right now uh, but, oh it's a which, melee but i just but, wanted you to see yeah, the video i want to see it yeah, yeah the audio doesn't do it justice but oh. the video itself oh right in the front because that's where the line yeah, starts yeah. look here you go you I see your swipe at the lady there you go oh Ooh, open and then palms. it's on dude yeah because they're ladies but Hair dude pulling. they take her down and then i think the you can hear if you're quiet you can hear her say did you choke a bitch in 2018? <laughs> <laughs> she, she's slipping on my DMs. But like these bitches are going at it, dude. They are, but like that looks like slow motion. Well, slow it, motion for me. It's a slow motion for me. <laughs> Everybody just needs to lean back, <laughs> fall back, fall back on that fight, folks. Back to you in the studio, John Hannon. Too many dots are connecting right now. Um, did you hear? Okay, so it's weird how like all of our digis are kind of clumped together, but mine right. are 
clumped slightly uh, because there's a new wave of cancel culture and things that people are trying to get rid of and do away with. What that now? Have, that have been around forever. What now? And now all of a sudden it's Down with wet ass pussies. Dry ass pussies only. Ooh. That's, yeah. <laughs> that, no, please. Let's not start that movement. <laughs> Rude. Uh, okay, so Eminem and um, Dr. Seuss are kind of on the front lines recently. Oh, I thought you were going to say canceled. Eminem and Dr. Dre. Like they got the new heat. Ah, no, no, different. M and M's doing children books now. <laughs> no, okay, that's not real. All right. Um, <laughs> but yeah, uh, there's a song that M and M came out with because. All right, so I'll, I guess I'll start from the beginning. Yeah. But the uh, the the clash with M and M began in February. Uh, a random TikTok user who was removed from the app since then uh, up, uploaded a short clip of M and M in 2010 with the with Rihanna the Love the Way You Lie. Okay, song. Um, the the user called out the line. If she ever tries to fucking leave again, I'm gonna tie her to the bed and set this house on fire. And then okay. the the guy or the poster was pushing to cancel Eminem. Okay, it went viral and it caught, it caught some wind. Uh, then Eminem releases an animated lyric video for his uh, single la- last year, Tone Deaf. Uh, which appears to be a response to the TikTok campaign to cancel the 48-year-old rapper, older than I thought. Yep. Um, geez, time's flying. The <laughs> video in uh, is like in in Eminem fashion. He like has a like a Harvey Wine scene and a Bill Cosby like you know stuff like that in the music video, okay. and it, it, it can be so like like alluding to things. A little bit of a touchy subject, weird. you know what I mean? But definitely um, weird. Since then, I mean, I don't know. They they keep trying to cancel him. He's kind of leaning into it with. Um, this uh, music video that that he did with called Tone Deaf. I have not seen this or heard it. Uh, so yeah, I've not heard about this about either. It. I'm amazed that this is what they're calling for his cancellation on. When one of my fa- I will say this: one of my favorite songs by him is Guilty Conscience uh, off of his first album. And but it is odd listening to it back now when you listen to I think it's the second verse where he talks all about uh, having sex with an underage girl at a party. But, and but he M&M, lists the steps to doing it. And I'm not saying he should be canceled, but I'm saying of all things to cancel him for, it's like now all of a sudden this, when, I don't know, man, I feel like the underage, like taking advantage, I mean, he literally says like, take advantage of her, leave her right there on the spot bare, you know, fucking stick this in her drink. Like there, you know what I mean? It's like very specific. And I don't think you should be canceled over things, you know, the fictional things you're making up in a creative way like that. But, but, it, but I can't believe not, that not, nothing came up about that yet. It's not that fictional though, because that shit happens. I know. You know what I you're mean? Right, you're right. You're right. It's not Eminem it's doing fictional it. to him, but it's real in yeah, real life. But he's not ignorant to the idea that it doesn't exist in this world. Yeah, right. it does. Right. And Eminem does characters and voices. And, you know, sometimes you'll hear him change his voice. Oh, mommy, please don't hit me. Da, da, da. And then he oh, goes, yeah. shut up, bitch. I was sorry. And that's all him just, you know, having a dialogue. Playing with a himself. character or whatever. It's right. It's like fucking intense slam poetry that's a little aggressive. Right. But agreed. I don't know. I agreed. Don't know. It's uh yeah, he's I mean, kind of really not backing down from it, which I do not want him to he either, you know, with with a song Same as a joke. With a song like Wet Ass Pussy being the like one of the number one song yeah, yeah. or the top song of the year or whatever, and then you'd want to cancel Eminem for something he said, like, nah, there's there's worse shit. I mean, and it's the same thing uh with Dr. Seuss, but uh, you know, he's being cancelled as well. Um, not really. They just and it, it was his own estate which chose to pull those books down. It yeah. was just six stories, you which know what? I'm not. I'm not aware of. I read all six titles or all six. Um, yeah, the titles of the books. I'm not familiar with those. Ones. I've okay. Yeah. Well, for one of these six books, I've never read a single one of them, right. and I'll lift. I'll list them off in a second. But yeah, so they were saying that. Yeah, not not so much canceled, but they were saying like you have to think about it as kind of a. Um, 
going through your inventory or kind of um, God, what was the phrase I was reading? It was earlier. It's not coming to me right now. But they were kind of instead. They were like instead of thinking about it like he, they're they're being canceled. Just think that they're not they're not being made anymore. They're not being published anymore. But right. They're just being like taken back from yeah. the shelves or recalled. Recalled was the fucking word. Is that, yeah, recalled. I am so glad it's like I a car with a bad airbag or a book <laughs> with a bad with a bad reference in it. Yeah, yeah. So the, they were saying like, oh yeah, it's not really canceled. It's just kind of being recalled. So these are the six stories. Okay, never heard of a single fucking one. Um, and to think I saw it on Mulberry Street. Yep, long title. If I ran the zoo, that Mc- one gets mega racist. Miguelagot pool. Yeah, M- Miguelites or Miguelites or whatever. Yeah, Miguelagot. Okay. Uh, on Beyond Zebra. On Beyond Zebra. Yeah, weird shit, right? Doesn't even sound like a full like a phrase. Uh, scrambled egg super. <laughs> okay. Okay. And the cat's quizzer. Jeez, what is with him and like eggs and cats? I don't know. Yeah, and, and just like, animal stuff. Period. I don't know. Yeah. yeah. But again, I've never read any of these. But I guess it was you know they just just like some some de- some references that at the time uh, were passable and now are more looked at in a in a less. In a less positive light, so yeah. Doctor Seuss books have sold seven hundred million copies yeah. globally. Yeah, um, he's, his real name is Theodore Geisel, and uh, he's been publishing books literally from nineteen thirty seven and seventy six are where these six books come from. Okay, like, okay, that's a that's how, that's four fucking decades of yeah. you know like yeah, yeah, absolutely where you're picking apart stuff and yeah, it's, and it's been there literally the whole time. Nobody wants to say anything about it but till I, now. But again, it was his own people. It's not like somebody had to come out and be like, "I'm offended by this." They were just like, "Hey, I, in reading these, maybe some of these references aren't what they, you know, what what they once were. Maybe we should just take these out of print." Yeah. So, so uh, I don't know. I'm da- I'm fine with that. Their response: Doctor Seuss Enterprises has made a moral decision of choosing not to profit from work with racist caricature in it, and they have taken responsibility for the art they are putting into the world and uh, are standing by that. On that same note, Pepe Le Pew. Pepe Le Pew. Pepe Le Pew is... Uh, oh, I forgot about that. Yeah. And so I guess he was going to be in this upcoming Space Jam remake they're making. It all comes back to basketball this week, guys. Uh, but the Space Jam remake they're <laughs> making, whoa, March he's Madness. been pulled from that. Oh, there you go. March we're, Madness has hit us all. We're in the thick of March Madness. So, um, so Hot Mike's March Madness and Pepe Le Pew. No moss. But uh, <laughs> yeah, so he's been pulled from that. And they're saying it was uh, before this controversy came out. I guess there was a New York Times uh, op-ed piece which called him out and says he is uh, perpetrating rape culture. Um, not, and, and I, 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 again, I don't want to like go back with a microscope over everything of the past, but I will say this. I don't necessarily disagree with this. Like they list the things that he does in one cartoon and it's terrible. Like he, the woman clearly says like is pushing away from him. He squeezes tighter. Then she tries to escape. He locks her in a closet. Uh, then he puts something in her drink to like knock her out. It's like, definitely (laughs) again, you know what I mean? It's like I was saying, it's awkward and uncomfortable to watch and or listen to now with the, you know, the, the, the eyeglass that we view the world with. Yeah. Certain things really do need just a little bit of restructuring, you know, just a little, cause I mean, it used to happen with, um, uh, Bugs Bunny. Didn't Bugs Bunny have like big lips or like they would draw these huge, you know, like they were super racist oh, early Bugs a million Bunny of them. All, Along with that Pepe the Pew thing, they mentioned also uh, Tom and Jerry's owner. Her name was Mammy Two Feet. And I guess she was a stereotype of like uh, Aunt Jemima-esque, you know, like blackface, you know, that type of character. Um, so I guess they're calling for that and they're calling for something else as well. Yeah. I forget, I've, I, it all runs together. I lost. I don't it. know. And like, and even when we were talking about the award show a few stories back, it's like, um, the first three 
I think yeah. I think the first three awards that were given out were given to like black British actors, but like oh, yeah. like play, like Saturday Night Live, and there's all these stories and articles like really looking into this situation. There of is like, this uptick of like British invasion of actors coming to America. Yeah, but it's like and playing Americans. They're just talented actors. No, I, don't I know. know. Well, I don't care I don't what know. color they are. I'm just saying it's just weird that like all these. And I'm not against it. I'm not saying oh you're not American, you can't play an American role. I, I find that shit stupid. Yeah, they were they were pointing out the coincidence of that, and I'm like, yeah. is there a coincidence there? Like what? <laughs> It's just, I mean, yeah, it is, it is just that, just a coincidence. It's a little That's weird, all it but is. it's right. a thing, you know, it's, they're talented people that deserve to win. Like, I don't know what else you want. Um, back to you. Did you hear contractor finds secret message? And I know how you like these secret messages in bottles type things. Oh, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah so yeah, I yeah. thought this one was good. Uh, contractor finds secret message in a bottle of whiskey from old home homeowners beneath his floor. So uh, on the property? Yes, in the house, under a Ooh. wooden floor. That you so, you might want to put back. So this was in Scotland. A contractor in Scotland was in for a treat when he discovered a secret message and a bottle of whiskey hidden beneath the floor of a home he was renovating. Craig Harrigan of Perth was recently tearing out old flooring in his kitchen when he find when him and his helper found the stunning surprise. Uh, let's see. So we're stripping out a kitchen. We, me and uh, uh, here we go. I'm going to read in his accent. So we're stripping out a kitchen. <laughs> not really he's, he's scottish i can't do that one at all but he's stripping his kitchen uh and we found a message under the floor harrigan said uh and it's apparently gone viral on tiktok Hundred and sixteen thousand views this was like uh, days ago wait sure how is there a off. video to this what do you mean just like him showing what he found like oh. he went back and yeah showed what he what he found and where he found it gotcha uh and that and then so the the note said jack and may lived here three kids and a dog this, you know, and it said this was done during the renovation of, and I won't say the year because I want you to guess, but uh, it says, all the best, have a drink on us. Included in the nook was a small bottle of Glen Kitchy whiskey. Huh. So what year do you think this was in? Did you see the writing at all? No. On the letter? No. Okay, because. No, it says the year here, so I know no, it's but from. No, but it, what would help me guess a year is like whether it was in cursive uh, or. Yeah. Literally, it's just all printed. Text. There's no photos of the. Okay, so I'm thinking. Uh, call to the future, bottle of whiskey under the floorboards, maybe newly, slightly newly renovated. I'm going to say 1984. I mean, you're closer than I, than I would have guessed. My first thought was like 1782 or something. It's 2001. (laughs) <laughs> oh jeez <laughs> april may 2001 but that's 20 years now man exactly w- 20 years i was torn between the 80s and 90s i was gonna guess because i'm thinking like maybe recently they redid the house but not too new you know but still a little while right ago. well you were pretty right yeah and- uh, it says there was a let's see that's actually so cute said one tiktoker this restores my faith in the world probably don't drink it if you're using power tools though any other 80s kids thinking 2001 wasn't that long ago another wondered when I seen the date, I thought, oh, not that long ago, until the lad until the lad with me said he wasn't even born there. That's so Scottish, so, lad. Yeah, yeah. Jeez Louise. Yeah, no, and I mean, I, I, I don't I know. I thought that was a fun little weird story, but then I was like, only 20 years old. But, but it's it still 20 years long way No, back. yeah, that really is. And that, like, I don't know if you drink the whiskey or not, to be honest. I know, right? I mean, and I mean th- if it's in a bottle and sealed up, what the fuck's wrong with it? It's aged. Oh, oh, I actually got an update uh, from that story. He died from drinking that whiskey. I like that. You, you, I you've. I like that you subscribe to my update fresh service in. now. It's great. <laughs> yeah. It works for both of us. Back to you, update, John Hannon. <laughs> Did you hear that? Um, I don't know. Tell me, asshole. Char- I'll tell you. <laughs> Charlie Hebdo magazine cover. I um, did. I did. That, this is breaking. This is, I'm telling you, as this show comes out, you will be hearing about this. This is fucking bad. Yeah. So it has Queen Elizabeth II um, kneeling on Meghan Markle's neck, um, kind of in that George Floyd-esque manner. Um, and the 
the things obviously it's in like uh french and uh, so i don't know exactly what the uh what she's saying while she's getting stepped on but i'm i'm, I'm flipping through the article oh yeah it, it gonna... tells you it, it translates it there oh, okay which translates to why megan left buckingham there's a quote bubbling uh coming from megan as well in the drawing because i couldn't breathe anymore which is kind of tying in which is weird because this is kind of like three digi here's in one because like Derek Chauvin and the George Floyd case and like the, yeah, all the, of that the is the criminal going on. trials going on right now. Yeah, and then it's Meghan Markle and Prince old ex Prince Harry yeah. had their had interview with Oprah. Tell all on Oprah, right. And then and then there's this shit that's like kind of linking the two stories. And Hebdo, this this publication, Hebdo out of France, Charlie Hebdo, is uh is very famous for I want to say probably five, six, seven years ago, they were the ones that drew an image of Mohammed. And had um, had terrorist groups bombing their facilities. Um, Jeez, yeah. That, so they've there, yeah. But this one, I feel like I feel like I understand the point they're trying to make, but it didn't. It fell on deaf ears. It was a bad. It was a bad execution, a bad idea, and badly executed. Well, yeah, because I mean that is what it's tone deaf. That's to say the least. What Meghan Markle said in her interview with Oprah was that. She couldn't she was handle the racism by racism against her, so, so to speak. Right, and she couldn't handle it anymore. So, I mean, I guess they chose that racist route right. of, of a joke delivery, right? Um, but is yeah to explain her situation while bad vehicle to use that with though, right. the Chauvin George Floyd thing, yeah, especially in the headlines right now. Even if it's not, but definitely with it being in the headlines, and then also his civil case wrapped up this week. This family civil case, they awarded twenty seven million dollars in a wrongful death civil suit. Which, so hopefully I mean, that's, that hopefully that's a good you know indication for maybe the Chauvin trial and hopefully that things go right over there. I mean and, that's definitely going to help them out a little bit and get yeah, over yeah. a little bit easier with what's been going on. At least on it's and a little, one less stress to deal with. The right? fucking shit that they yeah, yeah. Well, and maybe it might even should have been more than twenty seven million. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I'm just saying, but at least it's taking care of some bills and that's one thing they don't have to worry it's about. It's hard to hold while they to deal that. with all this shit. Yeah, and I already know that we're going to stay on top of it when that Chauvin case wraps up for sure. And you know we figure out what what's going to be happening with him we're going to be you know talking about it the second yep you know or that week that 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 result comes out but back to you i got one last one was that your last one for digis john actually that was yeah okay well i got one last one and i wanted to kind of touch back i felt like it was a fitting week uh for this one as i saw this list come out recently um you know with uh with the the what has been the last year you know uh did you hear and I'm sure you did since the pandemic of last year, a lot of folks have lost their jobs. Maybe even some of us. I went through a downtime at work. Luckily, John was lucky there. But I thought this was a fitting venue to catch folks up on what some of their favorite characters from television, uh, yeah. comics, things like that have been up to since the collapse that was 2020. Okay. All right. So let's kick it off with some comic characters. Iron Man has taken up work at an iron mill. The suit makes him a hell of a welder. <laughs> Superman, you'll never guess it, building superintendent. Yep, but he's doing well. Certainly no slumlord. And luckily, it's only a tall building, so he's able to leap right up for roof repairs. Easy peasy. Poison Ivy was fortunate enough to find work at the garden center of the Gotham Lowe's. Sadly, she's on her third and final write-up for killing plants. <laughs> Dumbledore is doing part-time shifts as a doorman at the Hogwarts Doubletree. JK, Snape killed him. Spoiler alert. Oof. And probably the most unfortunate job Oof. pairing in the comic world has to be Deadpool, finding work as a lifeguard. Our thoughts and prayers go out to that poor elderly water water aerobics class at the Toronto YMCA. <laughs> Rest in peace, old ladies. <laughs> I thought you were going to say he's murdering pools. We saw Deadpool stabbing water <laughs> the other day. Pikachu got a gig at the electric company, though he's using an alias as to not make co-workers think he's sick and sneezing when introducing himself and simply saying his name. 
while ironically others had to switch it up altogether, such as Mario and Luigi. They were unable <laughs> to find plumbing work, so have turned to pole dancing and driving instruction for income. Watch out for bananas at both jobs, I guess. <laughs> In the wrestling world, and we, you know, we, we, we touch on wrestling sometimes here. I oh, felt yeah. like this was fitting. <laughs> a, a bit of bittersweet, new, bittersweet news in that The Undertaker is flourishing with all the corona deaths while Sting is enjoying his extra time to spend on his beekeeping hobby. <laughs> while Sting has extra time to spend on his beekeeping hobby. John Cena has not been seen. In a sad turn, a few characters have not had so much luck. Batman, obviously, patient zero with all the guilt from the trip to the Wuhan wet market, has brought him into a terrible bout of seasonal affected disorder. That's right, he's also sad, John. <laughs> and speaking of sad, sadly, Sheldon from the Big Bang Theory has fallen on hard times and turned to drugs to help him get through. When asked recently about his struggles, he said he was just trying to catch a bazinga. I knew. We wish you luck, you Sheldon. Say that? And finally, and probably the most successful story to come out of all this is none other than Voldemort himself, who parlayed his stint as Florida governor into a Senate seat. Local boy done good. Congrats, Lord. Or should I say, Senator Voldemort? <laughs> yeah. Back to you, John Hannon. Um, let's get into the the headlines, uh, the bold print onlys. Um, that's we just rifled headlines through. that didn't make the show. We just rifled through some stuff that we're not going to have the time to get to. Sure and thing. Um, this first one I have. It's weird because I pulled the headline up that I found first, and then I found a second one right before we kind of started this. So it says, uh, Jennifer Lopez and Alex Rodriguez end their four-year relationship and engagement. They were engaged. And, um, you know, so when they called it quits, I saw another headline that says, Jennifer Lopez and Alex Rodriguez say they are still together working through some things. I saw that today. Yesterday they were divorced. Today they were back. Well, it's a, yeah, it's very Ross and Rachel on again, off again. <laughs> we were on a break. No, we weren't. No, we weren't. Um, yeah. So they're, I mean, if people care, if you're a very uh, tabloid-oriented person and you like the, the celebrity gossip and all that, I mean, that's, that's an interesting story. But another one I saw, researchers discover a dinosaur preserved sitting on a nest of eggs with fossilized embryos. What? And this is the first time that they've ever seen this. That's so weird. I, I had to get a little bit more to this right. headline. So it says, the fossil was uncovered from rocks that are 70 million years old in a city in China. The Carnegie Museum of Natural History said, um, and this was in early January, kind of at the beginning of the year, but it's like 70 million years old and like it was sitting on, I think, 24 eggs. Weird. And just that. Weird. That's cool, weird. man. I know. That's how Jurassic when Park stuff, starts, though. You're right. And yeah. when stuff dates that far back. Um, and the last one I have, uh, Sarah Drew uh, is expected to reprise her role as April Kepner on Grey's Anatomy. Um, supposedly, she was written off at the end of season 14, which I did not know Grey's Anatomy was still fucking going. It is. It is. I didn't know how long it had been going, but I know it's a long-ass time. What the hell? Oh, so I can't that's, keep up. That's going to become one of those, like... Um, uh, like all my children, or yeah, uh, the, or the, the, bold, the beautiful, the Simpsons. I, I I don't have this as a headline, but did you hear that the Simpsons recently signed uh, contracts this year to extend them for like another four years, almost like Tom Brady? Good. So if, if when that's done, I think they will have run thirty six or thirty seven seasons. Jeez. And then I was thinking about it, and I was like, that shit's older than you, John. Yeah, that's wild to me, dude. Wait, well, I've th never thought about that until then. Until the, now. These soap operas that like oh, have yeah. an episode every single every day. day. Yeah, and then and then and they've been going on like the Young and Restless or whatever. Yeah, the fuck, fifty and, and, years and shit. Oh, it's insane. Man. It's insane. That's wild to me. Well, I got a bunch of bold print onlys. I want to start with some follow ups to stories we reported on before, and just kind of get these out of the way. We reported on Britney and her conservatorship. Oh yeah. Uh, apparently that was supposed to go before Congress recently, but they, quote, do not have time to handle that right now because they were dealing with stimulus and shit like that. No, it makes total sense. Um, 
Rush Limbaugh, uh, we talked about him dying and what an arrogant uh, troll he was sometimes. On his death certificate, uh, they think his wife wrote it. It uh, Under occupation, it says greatest radio host of all time. Um, oh, jeez. Tiger Woods, apparently, back in the news, in that uh, it says here, Tiger Woods search warrant based on possible evidence of reckless driving. So they've got a search warrant to search a little deeper into what was going on around that wreck, although now we think he was just sleeping. I don't think there's any chance that they're going to find anything. I don't think they'll find anything either, but that's, you know, um, I wanted to follow up. And then uh, the Biden's dog. We talked about uh, Champ. I know Champ's one of them. Oh, yeah, the uh, the German Shepherd. Yeah, he's got two of them, and one of them bit uh, a Secret Service member this week and has been like a... It, this has been a back and forth like the J-Lo breakup. Uh, they, they reported he was evicted from the White House and sent to go to their family home in Delaware. But then the wife came out and was like, no, I just take him to Delaware when I go visit. So we don't really know if he's been evicted or not. But I mean, I mean if, if like training's the issue, maybe just have a trainer come I mean, in and work just with hire the dog a, good a little one, right? bit. Otherwise, that officer, that security or Secret Service did something wrong. Uh, speaking of security and Secret Service, uh, also in a follow-up, Takeshi69 sued for unpaid security bill. How much do you think he owes to a security? company or whoever probably a fuck ton i don't want to over seventy five thousand dollars really yeah and i was God gonna say damn it's probably the same security that was protecting him against fighting meek mill and uh when he threw a bottle at a stripper i was gonna say his security ago. was champagne yeah <laughs> he was throwing it at champagne calls pain um but yeah so i got a bunch more i'll run through them quickly um amazon there's a couple in the amazon news this week amazon has been sued for pulling job offers from people testing positive for marijuana Wow. Um, what's the other Amazon story? Oh, uh, there was a big uh, uh, dust up about they changed their app logo on your phone, the way Amazon app now looks. And it's a, it's a smile. See, it's the Amazon smile with oh, this yeah. little piece of tape tab. Well, that's the new one, John. That's the original one. And they're saying it looked like a Hitler stash. No. They got like two complaints There's online. There's hardly a difference. And they got two complaints online and they changed it up immediately. Nah. Um, wow. Let's see. Uh, we mentioned, you know, the George Floyd stuff. As we sit and record here today, um, uh, in that same vein, it has been one year to the day of Breonna Taylor's murder by police. Ah. So, yeah, there's been hope. a few anniversaries. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's all coming around on a year now. Yeah, because I think it came up even on my, like, memories or time hop or whatever the fuck it is. Our, oh, Brianna? Our, one of our meetups that we had. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That was just uh, just out a year ago. We had our last meetup, and it was right before the pandemic shut everything down. Uh, that was a uh, funny to informing meetup to Electric Scootaloo. Yeah. What a great time, man. Hanging out with the dudes from Orlandia Podcast, which has folded and is no longer a thing, but we love those guys, and uh, we love all you guys for coming out and joining us. Hopefully, we can do some at Wally's or somewhere soon. I'm waiting to party with some other fuckers again. Uh, let's see. Uh, in the breakup news, Adele is uh, getting a divorce. For, I didn't even, A, know she was married. B, mm. I didn't know she had a kid. And C, she is getting a divorce and uh, will not pay spousal support to her husband and gets joint custody of their kid. Oh. Uh, Piers Morgan, we talked about the whole dust up with Meghan Markle and shit. You saw Piers Morgan walked off of his job on Good Good Morning Britain over it? No. Yes. He got questioned about him being a dick and calling, be treating Meghan, Marshall, Meghan Markle too harshly. And he got upset and said, all right, that's it. I'm done. Got up and walked off set and quit his job. He gets too emotional. He's he gets pussy. like that all the fucking time. Um, yeah. Oh, I should have followed up with this. I forgot to. But Lady Gaga, apparently the dog napping situation, they're now saying that may have been a gang initiation. And I saw the video for the first time ever. It's harrowing to watch for one. Um, but the, the reason they're saying that it may be gang initiation is the way it was done. They, it seems like taking the dogs was like an afterthought. They were they rolled up and just randomly shot this fucking dude. And then afterwards, we're like, oh, let's take these dogs. It looks to me, and from looking at the video, if they wanted to take the dogs, the dogs were behind him at one point, as they, were they. They could have just grabbed the leash and taken the You know what I mean? They didn't have to shoot this guy. There was like a... 
two-minute altercation of them talking and shit before they even shoot him. It was fucking scary to that, watch, That's bro. how some of that initiation works. And then he works. lays in the street bleeding. It's a scary they, fucking like, video. You'll just be riding around with whatever gang you're trying to right. get into, and they'll be like, take out yep. this fucking shoot guy this, right Kill now. this dude, yep. right. Yep. Oh, my God. You bro. have to at that point. This shit's scary, man. If you're that committed to it. Uh, let's see. Mega Marvel, animals. we talked about that. Bath and body brawl. Um, you heard about <laughs> these NFTs? Have you heard it? Sean Watson's been talking about him. I've been hearing about him on the news anyway. NFT, what does yeah. that even stand it's, for? It's uh, non-fungal... Tra- I'm not even going to get into it. It's too It's know. too deep and weird, hey, bro. On the, on the interest of acronyms, I just want to say, because yeah. I forgot to mention this when we were talking about the Golden Globes, the HFPA got mentioned way too fucking much at what the Golden that? Globes, and it was weird. What is that? Uh, the Hollywood Foreign Press Association. Ah, okay. I was going to say highfalutin... Pussy authority. <laughs> yeah, it was like everybody when they got the award. Me and Sam eventually like uh, we're we're playing a game. Like, how much do you want to bet whether or not they mentioned the a- HFPA in that's odd. The, as the first thing and. 50-50, so people say, first off, I'd like to thank the H- HFPPA. I'm like, what's I've never heard foreign, it mentioned before. This Foreign Press Association they're the out ones of nowhere. That, they're the ones that vote for these things. Yeah, yeah they're the know. ones that probably didn't vote for the weekend. Um, let's <laughs> see. Rush Limbaugh, we talked about that. Oh, this was a bad one. I sent you this video, John. Maybe we should share this. I think you did share it to the group. The, uh, the North Carolina cop uh, choking and hanging a police dog by its leash oh, and like punching I, it. I did put it in there. That's a fucking man. That I can't believe I didn't hear more stories about that. When I sent it to you, I was like, I just got this update. I know it's going to be talked about. I never heard anything. In the group, people it. were pit, like, I'm sure upset they were, about it. As yeah. they should be. Um, Dr. Oz saved a man's life at a Newark, Air, Newark airport after he collapsed and flatlined. Uh, I guess uh, he called for the paddles and got the paddles out there and fucking defibrillated really? this motherfucker in the airport floor, bro. Yeah, there's fucking shots of it. It's wild. I don't know why. I thought it was going to be something corny. Like, um, he's choking on a see. starburst. Uh, President Trump uh, normally wouldn't bring him up. Former President Trump, I should say, thank God, attacks transgender community and wants to, quote, protect women's sports. So he's coming out against transgenders competing against natural born women or men or vice versa that's a slippery slope it is it's kind of hard slope. to f- i hate the guy but I, and I don't know what his comments were i can't agree with his comments but with the thought process i do understand the if i'm born a man like look at me versus build of a normal woman and then i get in a strength competition against somebody who was born a woman because i've i've, I've switched my gender would i not have a great advantage to a normally built woman born as a woman yeah right so i understand the advantage is there yeah and like the decisions on that kind of stuff is never anything like oh yeah let's just do this and it's fixed and it's also yeah right you have to start tweaking little it's not black and and white there's nuance and it's also not something for a president or a former worst president ever to be deciding on i agree so i'll say that and also taylor swift uh came out and shit on uh this new show on uh netflix Jenny and I can't remember what it's called. Um, oh, Jenny and Georgia. Jenny something? and Georgia. That's it. Yep, Jenny and something Georgia. Like that. For making a joke about her, in which the the quote exactly was, "Why do you care? You go through men faster than Taylor Swift." And then she really came out and was very upset about this. Which I I don't know. I found that uh, maybe to be a through, bit of overkill. Maybe go through men a little slower. Well, and maybe or, and maybe don't make it so public. You all of your albums are written on breakups. Like if you didn't make that known, people wouldn't associate the two. You know what I mean? Yeah. I don't know. You ready? song about romeo and juliet but you don't even know that there's romeo romea rome and then like all these other people that he's hooking up with uh, or she's them. hooking don't, up with, <laughs> don't do not forget about rome um and the the final one i had i wanted to bring this up because i like to bring up these uh mega mansions when they come up for sale oh, like yeah. i did with the Shits creek but uh gene simmons selling uh renovated beverly hills mansion for how much you think this one's going for, John? Oh, the Shit's Creek man. in Toronto was going for fifteen mil. Right. So this uh, is in Beverly Hills and it's renovated. And you've probably seen it on TV shows that he's been in. My only question is: Is there a huge tongue slide into a pool? I am sure. 
Okay. I would. It's Gene Simmons. Everything is Kiss themed. That adds value, of course. Okay. So I'm going to say eight million, nine million. Ooh. No, yeah, Gene Simmons. Yeah, that sounds realistic. Good guess. Twenty five million dollars. Why is it so much? It's huge. Uh, let me see if it oh, lists some of the amenities. He's probably got it like party crazy in there, like a movie theater, like you yeah, know well, how people go. Oh, ham. dude, it's huge. Yeah, let's see. The massive property, sixteen thousand square feet. It's got all its bells and whistles. Sixty foot water slide. Oh, <laughs> first thing, first thing. Oh my god, parking. How many? How many? Shit, he has a parking lot. How many cars do you think he has a parking <laughs> lot? Oh shit, thirty five was... cars, John Hannon. Whoa, thirty five car parking lot. Professional tennis court. Uh, let's see. Oh, it doesn't even go in deeper. But uh, yeah, a, a couple of other notes I saw on it. I just thought, you know, like, um, let's see. Yeah. No, it doesn't say if it's a tongue-shaped water slide, though, John. That's all. Oh but my, my first thought was like, I don't know, this story just seems a little, or maybe a lot, tongue-in-cheek. Gene Simmons has gotten so lame in his old age that nowadays he sings, I want to listen by all night <laughs> and escrow every day. <laughs> That's right, folks. Right. He's gotten very lame, and I'm done enough singing for this show. Yeah, I'm out. Of, I'm out of headlines. I uh, I forgot one more that I just found buried. Get it out there. Um, the the Mr. Potato Head thing. That's that was a little bit of a while ago, but with the whole you know uh, cancel culture and things are being adjusted and tweaked and changed. Um, Hasbro had to change the Mr. Potato Head brand, but they tweeted, and I'm just quoting their tweet: "Hold that tot, tot." <laughs> You can get it. Oh, I love their Twitter accounts Tate, now. Tater tots. Uh, hold that tot. Your main spud, Mr. Potato Head, isn't going anywhere. While it was announced today that the Potato Head brand uh, name and logo are dropping the Mr. I am. They're mm, mm. yamming. I am what I am. Oh, fuck. I am proud to confirm that Mr. and Mrs. Potato Head aren't going anywhere and will remain Mr. and Mrs. Potato Head just under this Potato Head. More canceling. Name. Well, next on the cancel culture, Hasbro. Has That's very man themed, yeah, sir. Yeah. Where's your has sis? <laughs> Fucking hey. She died. Rest in peace. We gotta get the hell up out of here real quick before anything else goes wrong. This has been episode 173 of Funny to Informing. We hope that you guys enjoy listening as much as we enjoy chatting and shooting the shit. You can laugh with us or at us. It does not matter. Hopefully, we see you next week. No promises. I'm John. That's Crispy Spicer Coleman and Coleman. Tip your dearly departed. Love you, Amy. All around me are familiar faces Worn out places Worn out faces Bright and early for their daily races Going nowhere Going nowhere The tears are filling up their glasses No expression no expression Hide my head, I wanna drown my sorrow No tomorrow, no tomorrow And I find it kinda funny, I find it kinda sad The dreams in which I'm dying are the best I've ever had find it hard to tell you, I find it hard to take When people run in circles, it's a very, very bad world Children waiting for the day they feel good Should sit 